I just have this feeling that a lot of people will be listening to this podcast because they think it's about love and definitely because Valentine is next week, the title and everything. Uh, it's about love, yes. I'm definitely talking about love. Please don't, don't stop. Don't stop. You started listening to it. Just continue. Yes, I'm talking about love. Yes, I still love you. It's definitely about love. Of course it's about love. So, um, one thing I want to talk about today is the fact that some of us are so occupied with loving humans, loving others, that we've forgotten how to love God and how much God loves us. So that's exactly what we're talking about today. So actually, this is a book review on Tell Them I Love Them by Joyce Meyer. So I was just thinking of, you know, what's so befitting for this season? I mean, everybody's all mushy, mushy. February 14 is coming. So here we go. Hi, guys. Welcome back to my YouTube channel. <laughs> Welcome back to the Voice of Many podcast. This is Testimony Speaking, your host. I'm very glad to have you this Friday. Thank you for listening as usual. So driving right into the book, Tell Them I Love Them by Joyce Meyer. You know, when I picked up this book, I read it on my phone though. I was supposed to read it last year, you know. It was this church assignment thing. But I loved the topic. I loved the topic. I knew it held something huge. But I, I just... I don't know, I wasn't mentally ready to read, coming from someone that likes to read. But I was just not mentally ready to read it and I just kind of left it. And one of the things that God has been working with me in this season is intimacy. So one way or the other, I found myself picking up this book and I just knew it from page one that it was not a mistake. My God, the book is, oh, wow. The book is carrying. Although I can tell you all 47 pages, I made the research and I heard that even the ad copy is just 32 pages. But I can tell you all that's two pages in this podcast. I don't want to bore you. But promise me you're going to read that book. You have to read it. You have to experience some things. It's personal. I honestly, it's very personal. So, um, but to this podcast, I'm just going to talk about a few things that I think stood out for me. For me. And that I think people need to hear. Because maybe we just forget sometimes that God actually loves us. No, no, no. It's not the same for God to love the world that he gave his only because son in it. Not that one. It's just about um, actually bringing it close to us and saying that for God to love testimony. For God to love your name. Just insert your name. That he gave his only because son. You know, it sounds more personal when you think, according to Joyce Meyer, when you think that and when you remember that. So the sun rose up this morning because of you. Like, the day got brighter because of you. Because God knows, he knew that if it's dark to it, to verse 7, you'll be worried. You'll be like, what's going on? This is the end of the world. He knows that it's a norm that there'll be day and night. Yes, you know that God said there'll be day and night. But have you ever thought about the fact that this morning, the sun rose up because of me, because God loves me. God doesn't want me confused. God doesn't want me distracted. God doesn't want me to think or worry about anything. Have you ever thought about it that way? I think it makes it more personal when we think about it that way. So, how much do we actually believe that God loves us? How much do we have to actually believe that God loves us? Because 
I want us to remember that God is very mindful of us. God is very mindful of us. And one mistake we make most of the time, I make personally, is that I forget to remember that love is not something God does. It is who he is. Like, he can't stop loving me because of what I do or what I don't do. My mistake, my messes, doesn't wear God out. Because God is all like, okay, I know you made a mistake. Are you coming over? You know, one day I was praying and God was saying, are you ready to let go of past mistakes and hold on to my hands? I was like, oh my God, I don't know you know this much lot. <laughs> I know I'm dramatic, but then really, really, we God, you really don't have to be good enough or be like someone because that's the devil's tactic to make us miserable. He'd be like, oh, this person has a more closer relationship and intimacy with God. Oh, God loves this person more. Uh, 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 uh. We're not concerned about how much God loves someone or someone else or how much this person seems to have an intimacy with God. Because sometimes, even just people will say, oh, this person is all spirit gym gym. But still, like, everybody has something that they're working on. God, we have a daily process. We are being worked on every day. So why does it seem as though one person is all perfect? Even if the person seems all perfect now, it means that, or well, he's perfect. The person has something the person is depending on, and that can only be God. He makes all things perfect. So you don't have to be good enough. God doesn't love you because you did something or something else, or you didn't do something. That's not why. Even when you do something wrong, God loves you. So how much do you believe God loves you? So um, one thing I also discovered having read the book was that sometimes when it seems as though there's a separation between you and God, it's a thing of the mind. Oh God, it blew my mind because I was like, it's a thing of my mind? You don't mean it. Like, so so God was not like, I take the spirit from you today. <laughs> I mean, I know that, but then the book is really enlightening. I was like, so it's a thing of my mind. Okay, explain for the sister Joyce me here. So she said, um, you can rise above the image that you have of yourself in your mind. You know, we talked about thoughts and mind last week and and that was like, whatever it is that you have in your mind is what you're going to need to act like and look like. So she was saying that you can't rise above the image of what you have of yourself in your mind. So you need to accept yourself that, yes, I'm human. I make mistakes. Okay, I've messed up this time. Embrace yourself. Fine. I'm not perfect yet, but I'm getting there. And then you embrace God's love for you. And then you come back. Because the only thing that stops us from, you know, accessing God is guilt. That's condemnation. The only time you, the only thing that can separate us from God is condemnation. And guilt is condemnation. Maybe you to be like, oh my God, I've done this. I shouldn't have done this. Oh my God, you know better. We know how we do that thing now. So I'm like, uh, 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 uh. it's condemnation that separates us from God because we receive Jesus every day, every minute, in every situation. So it's not a thing of um, God will not, God's just going to stop loving you because of what you've done. Uh, God still loves you. So now I ask again, how much do you believe that God loves you? How much do you believe that God actually loves you? So um, one other thing that stood out for me in the book is the fact that it was saying that for us to be able to acknowledge God's love, we have to thank God for his love daily. Like it's an imbued consciousness of saying, I'm aware that God loves me. That's just how intimacy begins. 
believing that God loves you. It gives you this confidence, this trust. Look like God loves me. And I know it. God loves me. It's 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 to the point that when you even come to pray, you don't come as I'm a prayer machine. <laughs> you come like I'm a child, I just need to, you know, put my head on God's lap and be like, Hello daddy, I'm here again, what's up? You know. It comes from the in-depth of your heart where you feel like God is the first thing on your mind and the last thing on your mind daily, daily, daily. When you know that you are God's special child, God is mindful of you and you believe in that God loves you. God just loves you. God just loves you. And then, I don't know, I was asking myself, I say, am I very comfortable with God? It seems like a strange question, but actually, am I comfortable with God? I know we be like, God loves everything, but God actually wants us to say it. He be like, God knows that you need to eat. Okay, God knows that you need to get to work tomorrow, but just be like, God, I mean, I have to go to work tomorrow. I'm honestly tired. I don't want to. Can you just keep restraint? I know you love me. I don't want to be tired. Can you just, you know, be just a bit of strength for me to just get to work tomorrow? Or can they just be an only day? <laughs> Something like that. I don't know. It stems from a place of understanding and acknowledging that God loves you. You know, when you're comfortable with God or people around you generally, there's a way you express yourself well because you'll be like, this person loves me regardless of what I do or what I don't. You know, these people, people say, ah, you've accepted me for who I am. So if I stress you, I stress you, that kind of thing. So when you're comfortable with God, you'll be able to express yourself well. You'll be able to just say anything and be like, Oh God, I don't think I want to do this one. My friend used to tell me that if God asks her to do something and she's not comfortable with it, she'll say, God, I don't like it too. It's that you have me to do it. I'll be just change it. Me, I don't like all this type of thing. And I'm like, wow. <laughs> you know how much you must have, you know, be comfortable with the presence of God, be comfortable with intimacy. It's intimacy that you can just easily say, can we, can we just think about this thing again? Me, I don't know. What if I go there and mistake? What if I go there and mess up? What if I go there and make a mistake rather? What do I do? It comes from a place of understanding God's love. So speaking on how comfortable you are with God, I'm thinking, I'm assuming that you're reasoning, you're trying to go through your mind about your prayer schedule and routine has been of recent. How has it been? One other thing I noticed is that Joyce Meyer was asking us to ask God to teach us intimacy and fellowship. She was saying that you don't know it until he tells you. So it stems from you accepting God's love, then you ask him, how do I express myself to you? She was even saying that if you don't accept God's love, you can't actually even love God back. You have to accept that God loves you. Then it teaches you through his love to love him back and even to love others. I was shocked when she made a statement saying that if you do not love God or God, you don't accept God's love, you cannot genuinely love a person. Ha! So all of us are doing relationship thing and we don't have any service with God. We are lying. Is that what she's trying to say? Think about it. Ha! For he will say I'm in love with my man now. Hey. And P.S. I don't have a man. Okay. Thank you. So if I say I'm in love with my man now, hmm? and I don't have a balanced relationship and intimacy with God, it means that I don't fully understand the concept of love and there might be a mistake in my ideology of love. Oh, Jesus Christ. 
That's a lot right there. So we need to understand God's love. We need to accept it. We need to love God back before we can genuinely love others. That's some serious things. I mean, it means that if you don't get it right with God, you probably won't get it right with anybody. She was even saying something like, there's a void in every human being that only God can fill us. Only God, not relationship, not um, um, schedules, not um, things that make us happy. Maybe material things. Only God can fill that void. Imagine if that void is left empty and you're looking for a, a human being to make you complete. Huh. It's going to take a lot of process and you might even end up hurting somebody else in the process of trying, quote unquote, to love them. I don't know if you get my mind, but that's just it. If then, one part I'm going to end on is the fact that she was like, even for you to have faith in God, you have to learn to love him. When you love someone, you trust them because you know that regardless of what you do, what you don't do, how things go, how things don't go, they love you. That breach trust. That breach you expressing yourself comfortably. So she was saying that, um, if you don't love God, you cannot have faith in God. And faith is not something that you can learn. It's a thing of the earth. How then do we do this? It has to start from the beginning where we say we love God and we accept how much he loves us. So what God is saying today is, P.S. I still love you. Do you love me? I'm just going to round out of that because I already said I cannot finish doing the book review. It's small and powerful. Yeah, that's what. Thank you for listening to today's episode. Enjoy your weekend. And next week is Valentine. Huh. I don't even have any motivation. I'll go for that. Enjoy your weekend. Hi. <laughs>